Greetings, and welcome to Montessori in Action, a podcast for Montessori educators to remind you that you are not alone. I'm your host, Elizabeth Slade, and let's spend some time listening to what is in the hearts and on the minds of other Montessorians. Our next episode is a conversation with Tricia Mokino and Marcus Trejejo, the creators of new Montessori material coming out through Montessori services. This material offers Montessori classrooms nomenclature cards created by indigenous educators that represent indigenous people across the land. Tricia is the author and Marcus is the illustrator of this new work created to reach children and educators with their words and beauty. Tricia Mokino is a member of the Cochita, Kewa, and Okeawinga tribal nations. She holds a BA from Stanford University in American Studies, an MA from the University of New Mexico in Bilingual and Elementary Education, an AMS Elementary One certification, and an early childhood credential from United Montessori Association and Association Montessori International, and recently completed AMI's orientation course for birth to three years old. She is the co-founder and education director and elementary Karis speaking guide at Karis Children's Learning Center, an indigenous language immersion Montessori school located in Cochita, Puebla, New Mexico. In addition, she has worked with her colleagues and partners to develop the Indigenous Montessori Institute, an anti-racist teacher training program grounded in the philosophy of indigenous education. And most recently, she is co-creating with other Indigenous educators an online platform for Indigenous educators that centers the narrative of Indigenous-led learning settings, curriculum by Indigenous educators, and children's books by Indigenous authors. Marcus Trejejo is a tribal member with the Pueblo of Laguna in affiliation with the village of Paraje. He is the son of an indigenous educator and comes from a matrilineal line of indigenous educators and graduated from the University of New Mexico with a BA in humanities. Coming from a background of traditional art from his youth, he began freelance designing at the beginning of 2020 with the vision to give back to his people through creative expression. Marcus contributes his work as a graphic designer for the Office of Laguna Learning in Laguna Pueblo, Indigenous Educators and Montessori Services. Please welcome Trisha Mokino and Marcus Trajejo. Welcome to Montessori in Action podcast, Trisha and Marcus. So happy to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Wonder if you'd each introduce yourselves and just share your Montessori connection for our listeners. And Trisha, will you start? Yes. Good morning. My name is Trisha Mokino, and I am from the tribal nations of Cochitipapo, Giwa, and Okewinge, located in what is called uh, New Mexico. Now, our people still live in our ancestral villages. I continue to live in um, our ancestral, one of our ancestral villages, as does my mom, as pretty much my whole family does. I am a mother and was trained in Montessori in 
2001, 2002, um, um, lower L, when I um, realized the ways in which it could help us with language revitalization language revitalization efforts here in Cochiti Pueblo. Later, um, helping to, or later co-founding Cares Children's Learning Center, of which my daughter was fluent in our language of Keras, that was her first language, and then there was no early childhood setting to send her to that would keep that fluency going. And so with our board of directors, with the blessing of the tribe we forged on for six years um, working on KCLC which is a language Keras language immersion Montessori um, learning center learning center here in Coach T Pueblo we just launched our infant toddler our primary was a Keras language immersion primary classroom it has been in existence going into its 11th year our primary Keras Immersion Infant Toddler is mm. just started three weeks ago. Our dual language elementary um, 6 to 12 classroom has been in existence. I think it's in its seventh or eighth year. And we are in the beginnings of launching our dual language adolescent program. Hatsi. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Marcus. Awesome. My name is Marcus Trujillo, and I am from the Pueblo of Laguna in affiliation with Parahi Village. And I am a graphic designer and illustrator, and I my pronouns are he, him. And I began work with Trisha. This is my very first project with Montessori Services. Um, big thanks to Trisha for um, this work and really, you know, collaborating and being able to create um, content and visuals that are um, accurate and respectful to our um, neighboring nations and along with our nations that we are a part of. And so I began um, graphic designing and illustrating for our people to to provide representation and accurate um, respect for our people that um, are specifically within the education setting. And so seeing content that is um, culturally relevant and respectful to the clothing and the, and the people that are being represented, that is the, um, the ultimate goal. And so being able to collaborate on this project, it kind of meets the, you know, the passion, um, that I have for wanting to provide that representation through artwork and visual, um, imagery and bridge that with Montessori services and, and the work that, um, the long work, the long-term work that has been done through Montessori services. And so I'm very thankful to be a part of this project and um, contribute what I can. Mm. Marcus, you led us right into our main topic, which is introducing the, the new Montessori material that you two are collaborating on. Um, and Trisha, you want to jump in and talk a little bit about how that came about? Sure. So in fall of 2020, I did AMI Association, Montessori International USA, asked me to do a webinar. And I, I did a webinar on the ways bringing up, uh, you know, bringing about awareness about our, the first peoples here in settler colonial United States, uh, our people. Um, and then, of course, the ways the 
the obstacles many of our children face our people continue to face because of settler colonialism. And of course, one of them is education. Um, Montessori has been a hope um, for my people with regard to language revitalization. And we use Montessori in we use Montessori in service to our mission of language revitalization mm-hmm. and reclaiming the education of our children. And so in my time, um, I've probably been in Montessori now for tw- going on 21 years. I also have my primary training through our Indigenous Montessori Institute and the Southwest uh, SIM, Southwest Institute of Montessori Studies. Uh, additionally with studying infant toddler and then I'll be taking the orientation course for adolescents but Mm -hmm. always seeing the ways in which a lot of published Montessori materials by companies by people on teachers pay teachers first of all it's not written by indigenous people it wasn't created by native people I'll use those terms interchangeably I prefer indigenous because you hear some people say oh I'm a native Texan or I'm a native Californian well first Mm -hmm. of all California and Texas those are all constructs under settler colonialism so it erases the fact that there were already people here and we continue to be here so with regard to materials in that webinar that I did two years ago I shared explicitly materials uh, that were on uh, Native Americans. You know, I'm using their terms. Mm-hmm. And all of it were always represented in the past. It's always black and mm-hmm. white. The timelines are really um, just contribute and perpetuate this constant er- erasure with no criticality around where are these people today where did they go the geography the maps in you know history geography you only show you know the political boundaries um, for the united states of the state the state with no again acknowledgement of there were already people here where did they Mm -hmm. go where Mm -hmm. are they now why why did that happen no criticality around that which is not okay because what happens then is that leads these become these are real outcomes become real outcomes for our children where we have you know the highest stats of whatever 50% of our children are graduating from high school that's currently the highest rates of asthma lie in our population the american indian population and with adults and children the highest rates of preterm labor you know lie with black and indigenous women you know there are all these stats mm-hmm. and education is a culprit of of that yeah. Be- and, and mm-hmm. has has um led to that because of of starting with the boarding schools but not just starting with the boarding schools the boarding schools just accelerated accelerated that mm-hmm. and so monastery services along with Samantha, um, with AMI, reached mm-hmm. out to me and talked about how they wanted to take their product out of their catalog and wanted to do better. 
So that led to this probably now a year and a half partnership with Jane Campbell and then her son, Joe Campbell, to think about, you know, what we can do, what kind of material they could support me in making to counter that. Um, because there's countless, countless monastery materials that are just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, practice that erasure. So I said, well, I think the first thing we can do is create a set of materials where we acknowledge the existence of the over 570 federally recognized tribes. There are many state-recognized tribes and unrecognized tribes that are also still in existence. And we don't have the capacity to cover it all. But we can, what we can do is create a framework, you know, in the Montessori, in the spirit of Montessori, where, where you give children the tools, you give them the lesson, and then with mm-hmm. the hopes that they would go continue that research. You know, you adapt it to the level. So with primary three-part cards, but for elementary and beyond, you know, research. And so I had already worked with Marcus on some other work with our other work that we do with Indigenous Educators Group. And he is a phenomenal, first of all, he's a phenomenal human being, a phenomenal young man, and an extremely talented artist. So I just asked Mm -hmm. him, he did um, some work with us with our logo on Indigenous Educators. He created it with my sister and Jayshan Lee's guidance. And then I asked him if he wanted to work on this project with me, and he graciously said yes. So we just... Mm -hmm. um, we, he, you know, we, we would we meet every week or every other week to work on this. And he completed um, the artwork for all the regions that, you know, we've addressed. And then I'm doing the descriptions with a little bit of a framework of how um, guides can use this. So mm. um, I, 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 I tell him what you're doing, Marcus, is really changing the game. It's a game changer mm. because this has never mm-hmm. done before where it, us as indigenous people, indigenous educators are uh, creating and putting out that material that we've never, um, you know, we've never had the opportunity to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marcus, will you share a little about your experience of doing this project? Absolutely. Um Thank you, Trisha, and, and um, just for the guidance and everything that you've provided, you know, during this process, it's been really helpful. I this the experience from start to finish has been really empowering, but also uh, it's been a learning process for both of us, I believe. And for me specifically, um, as we like talk about the accuracy and, and the respectful representation for each card and region, um, we're thankful for the relationships that we have with with the nations, you know, that we can um, reach out to and and get, you know, approval on um, clothing and, and, you know, different things that will accurately represent their um, community. And so for me, the very um, start of it was learning um, which, you know, how do we um, accurately depict our communities and our, our neighboring nations and, um, an accurate way and how, how are we researching and doing our work, you know, that 
has never really been done to to make this happen in Montessori services. Um, and so for learning um, illustration for my on my part was a, a pretty new thing for me as well. Um, this is the first project that, <clears throat> excuse me, for um, illustrating is, you know, at the core. And so that for me was a challenge at the very beginning and still kind of is. I think I'm still learning <clears throat> how to, excuse me, <clears throat> how to um, illustrate in a very consistent way and in a way that can actually be um, can be viewed as a specific style, especially for one project. And so that was something that I saw as a, as a challenge ahead. And um, Trisha really empowered me to, you know, um, to create and continue to research and, and see how we can illustrate and draw these um, these community members within the different nations. And so um, merging that passion for representation and also learning how to do illustration at the same time was something that this project really brought personally for uh, growth. And in return, I, you know, we were taught to, in our community, we're taught to be, you know, um, to have good thoughts, you know, when we draw and when we have, when we create for others. And so being able to do that and have um, set really good intentions while illustrating, that was for me also a goal to reach, you know, our the classrooms, hopefully that that energy will be transferred into the work that we're doing and that it will be um, viewed and, and the learning will be transferred within the classroom and within the student and even the teachers that are within the classroom as well. And so, um, yeah, this was very, this was very uh, great opportunity for me and, and the working with Trisha and um, checking in with also Joe and Jane Campbell with Montessori services has been very helpful and smooth. And they, um, they also give really great feedback and in, in the imagery that is provided that we are able to deliver. And so we're, um, yeah, as we move forward with with our set one, this is something that we want to continue to keep consistent, and um, yeah, I'm thankful for that that leadership from from specifically from Trisha and being able to grow um, not only in our personal knowledge and learning experiences, but also being able to offer that to our communities and mm. um, throughout Turtle Island. Mm. So you mentioned in talking about this what I heard as one of your hopes, which was going to be my last question as your hopes for this work. And I think it's so beautiful, the hope that the good thoughts and the intention you're putting into the drawings would get transferred in the use of the materials to both the children and adults. And thank you for that. That's a wonderful gift. Trisha, is there anything you want to add in hopes for this new material coming out? Yeah, it was always a hope of ours that we really wanted to represent, you know, our people, the various tribes. We both come from the Pueblo people and to, you know, different different Pueblos, but we still consider ourselves one people. Is that for people, for children, our indigenous children, and then all children, to see our people represented um, today. And Marcus has a gift for really bringing out expression and a, a, a stature of, you know, you'll see in the illustrations and the, the nomenclature when they eventually come out. But, you know, a hope that people, um, not just Montessori guides and Montessori teacher training centers, that, that people will 
pay attention to the importance of us writing our own stories, um, rep, you know, drawing the illustrations of our people, writing our books, and you know, you know, everything, you know, with that. And then to take a look at, um, yes, we are still here, but that has been uh, because of the fierceness, the strength, the love of every single tribe here, all our ancestors that have come before us um, to, you know, today, uh, because they fought, they believed in the right for our people to still exist. Um, that is, it is our right to exist in this world as our different um, creators and creation stories sought us to be, not according to the United States government, not according to the Catholic Church, or this religion or that religion, but according to us. And so for children, for it to be another way that our own indigenous children can see themselves represented um, beautifully and, and lovingly, and like Marcus said, uh, with good thoughts. So we are grateful to all the people that we called and texted and emailed from the various tribes that helped us to say, how does this look? Oh, you know, change this, change that, or oh, that looks okay. That shared pictures with us. Um, that took time out. And, you know, we will acknowledge those people, but just want to recognize our own, you know, indigenous friends, families, colleagues from everywhere who also gave um, their time to, to look at and look at this and give feedback. So thank you. Mm. Is there anything else before we close that either of you would like to share? Yeah, I I hope um that the the process that <clears throat> Trisha and I um did with, you know, this project specifically sets an example for future collaborators and that mm -hmm. they'll be able to go about future projects that represent indigenous people um and indigenous lands, which is all of our lands uh, in a respectful way and that this would be a really um, a great start to something that can be, you know, continued. And I, and I think to people like Joe and Jane Campbell who practice humility to not argue and say, no, we're not going to take it down, but to, to embrace where they can do better and not just embrace where they can do better, but then do better. Uh, because any company, any business, any foundation, any state government, the federal government, any resources, any money, any wealth that they have accumulated, they could not mm -hmm. have done without the displacement of our people and the displacement of the various tribes and the continued displacement, maybe not physically, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally, um, physically, you know, this, there is, we want our children to eventually be able to have the opportunity, not just to see materials, positive materials that are representative of us and by us, but to be in learning settings where they, their whole selves are affirmed, where they don't have to learn English at the expense of losing their language or not learning their language. So 
you know, many hopes here, but again, we do this together. So, you know, that disruption of exceptionalism. Mm -hmm. And then we do this, um, you know, with our allies, with our co-conspirators, because we could not have done it without the support of AMI USA. We couldn't have done it without the support of Montessori mm -hmm. Services. So grateful to the way, um, to them for the ways in which they use their power, share their power, and amplify and uplift the First Peoples, our people, the indigenous peoples of settler colonial United States. When can listeners expect to see this material coming out? I'm sure now people are very excited to see the results of your collaboration. Is there a, a date that you're expecting to release it? Um, actually, probably a lot of people don't know about it because we haven't shared that we were doing this. The only people that really knew about this is AMI USA is Montessori Services and some people here and there. But Jane um, and Joe did say that if it is done before January, they'll send out an email blast. And then we J January, um, winter, spring is where they work on the catalog for next year. So mm -hmm. our goal, um, you know, for people to hear, know about this is late October, early November. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time um, to join in this conversation today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Elizabeth. Our show is a project of Public Montessori in Action, elevating voices in the community to forward the mission. Our host is Elizabeth Slade. Our producer is Isaac Price Slade. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and sharing it with others. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts.